Welcome to Grace Community Church On Demand, the weekly podcast from the Sunday services at Grace Community Church in Rupert, Idaho. Here at Grace, we believe in building the kingdom of God one person at a time. We're passionate about loving God, loving people, and following Jesus. Let's get into this week's message with Pastor Travis Turner. Isn't that cool? Give yourself a hand on that. And if you wanted to get that video and forward it on your Facebook or your Instagram, you can actually text SHOES to 24365, and you can download that. It would be a great help to us just to get the word out. And also, if you haven't liked us on on Facebook or Instagram, please go and like My360 Project, forward what we're doing. And we're having a great time in the world. We're having a, even with COVID, I mean, I travel all the time. I'm, I'm out of country twice a month, and we have had to kind of readjust what we do. In fact, my sermon today is going to be unique for you because it's about going, and you're thinking, how do we go with COVID? But I'm going to challenge you with that. But we have launched the called the Build to Give initiative where normally I would take teams. People sponsor the shoes. We take teams, and we can't do that right now. So we're actually utilizing our local artisans and working with Bible colleges with their young people and they're going to deliver the shoes. So it's really working and of course, with everything you see, the world is completely in a sense shut down it seems. And we're actually now providing uh, hygiene and also food with when we deliver the shoes. Before we would team up with other organizations, but there's been a lot of organizations that's just absolutely had to shut down. And God has provided us a way to stay open and to keep people employed. And we had shifted in Mexico to making masks and that was really a saving grace for us. And even in our build center in Phoenix, uh, the state of Phoenix, our state of Arizona got a hold of us and we started building masks for the Navajo Nation. And that was really teaming up with Bridge Church out of Flagstaff. And it became a great time for us, kind of helped us. And now we're back to building shoes and, and doing our thing. But thank God for churches that support and people that help keep us going to do the work of the ministry in these countries. And so be in prayer for our world. Well, thanks to Pastor Travis and, and Tina for allowing me to come, and Pastor Javier and his wonderful wife and this staff. I've been involved with this church uh, from the very beginning of Pastor Travis's days here, and it's been a lot of fun to watch the growth. I'm sorry I missed your 10th anniversary. I was just getting back uh, out, of, out of country, and my wife said no. And when your wife says no, you listen. I've learned that after 32 years of marriage, finally. Um, What's funny is, is we've been married. It's not funny that we've been married 32 years, but 32 years, June 21st. COVID, this is the longest I've ever been at home since I've been married because I've traveled. I'm always traveling. And you know what? She's a pretty good gal. She's a lot of fun. I'm thinking, I don't, my chiropractor goes, what's up with your back? It's in good shape. I said, well, I've slept in the same bed for, you know, four months. And, uh, but when you travel a lot and uh, have all kind of different pillows and sometimes you're sleeping on a plane or you're, you know, on a 16-hour flight to Dubai and another eight-hour flight to Ethiopia, different crazy places, it gets you. But uh, we're under, uh, it's a new time that we're in. I'm going to say something, it's an exciting time that we're in, uniquely enough, because you know why? We know Jesus. Jesus is not freaking out. He's not OMG in himself. He's absolutely in control, and he wants to allow you to have the same because he's given us the Holy Spirit. 
Because he said, greater things you're going to do. And when he said that, he knew where we would be today. He understood it. He knows, he knows the beginning from the end. A day with him is a thousand years. A thousand is one day. He's absolutely in control. But I want to I introduce some, a new word to you today. I make up words. I struggle with the English language, so I just make them up, and it sounds fun. But some years ago, I started writing when I was still pastoring in Alaska about the gospel. The gospel is it. It's everything. There's nothing else but the gospel. It is the gospel. It's the good news. And it's what the church has today that separates us from every other religion, any other person, is we believe in the gospel. Jesus died on a cross, and what he did on that cross has saved us when we accept him into our heart and believe on him. It's powerful, even in the day we live in. So I came up with a word, and I want to share it with you just a little bit today as I talk about the gospel. But I started working on, first off, I capitalized G-O of the gospel, the go-ospel. And, and then I come up with a word called the goology. And I want to share with you a little bit about the goology. And, and you know, goology is the study of going with a Christ-centered purpose. And what I want to do by the end of this service is commission you as goologist, if I could do that. If you don't want to be, that's fine. But I believe in the day and age we live in, it's so important for us to share the gospel. So I want to give you, we're going to talk about three different steps of becoming a goologist. We're going to talk about the go, the going, and the gone. But if we could pray. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this wonderful church right in the smack dab of Rupert, Idaho. Who would have ever known you would just bless such a church as this? Give them great leadership. We pray for their pastors today as they're away and enjoying a time with a lot of friends and family. Lord, help me to just to get this done by the time that timer's at zero. And that will be a miracle. In your name, amen. So there's a word in the, that's not in the Bible, uh, missionary or foreign missionary. Uh, some of us were raised, who were raised in Sunday school, and remember the, the African missionary coming in with the slide strip, showing us pictures. Anybody remember those old slides they used to click and you would watch and you would leave and you would be so encouraged about missions in the, in the world. And so when we would hear the word missions, immediately my mind would pop into Malawi, Africa or someplace like that. But, you know, interesting enough, the word foreign missionary or missions is really not necessarily in the Bible Probably your first missionary is the lady in the New Testament, the lady at the well. She was sent and she brought her village back. But I want to talk a little bit about this because when we say missionary or going, we're not necessarily speaking about Africa, but that's definitely included. But we're given this great commission, and I want to talk about the first part is called go. The go of the gospel is so important in Matthew 28, 19, and, and 20. Most of us know this verse, but let me read it to you. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you and be sure of this. I am with you always. And this is important for us during this COVID time, even to the end of the age. So he's with us always. When this passage was written something 2,000 years ago, he was including us. But he's telling the church to go. 
There's something that's so important about this. In fact, the most expensive word in the Bible is two letters. It's go. When you go, you literally are going to, it's going to cost you everything. Mid-January, I was at a funeral of a wonderful friend of mine that I've traveled the world with. January 1st, he passed away on the mission field. And literally because of the mission field is why he was sick and he gave his life. When you go, it is absolutely something that is imperative for you in your success to give it everything. Uh, you know, as they say, as I was having breakfast this morning, there is eggs and there's bacon. And there's two different commitments in both of those. Someone contributed for the eggs, but someone committed for the bacon. And, and we've got too many egg Christians today, and we need some bacon Christians here today that commit. They committed everything. I looked down at that plate this morning and said, whatever that pig's name was, committed today. And that's absolutely the go of the gospel is we commit. We commit to what God has called us to do. And as we begin to look at the go, we ask, where, well, where do we go? And even now, since this is such a mission-oriented church here, Dominican Republic, you guys do some great things in the DR, and you can't travel there, and man, all, where, where do we go? Well, let me just show you, Acts 1.8 says, he tells us, we will be witnesses to Jerusalem and all Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. And how does that equate to us as believers? It's the here, it's the near, it's the far, it's the local to global. It's your city, it's your state, it's your country, it's your world. But then it comes down to this, it's your family, it's your friends, it's your community and beyond. And so does he really need us to go? Absolutely. He loves it when we participate with where he is at work. It's truly his command. If there's ever been a time that the gospel should go today, it's now. Because the fear level of this world, the fear level of this country is beyond off the charts. And if there's ever been a time they need to hear about a savior who says so many times in the scriptures, fear not. It's today. We have that message. Henry Blackaby, who wrote Experiencing God, said this, If you want to do his will, look where he's moving and go there. It's so, so very important. Think about this. Two-thirds of God's name is go. You can't get out of it. Think about it. Two-thirds, go. But see, after you establish the go Here's what's interesting. It's one thing for us today for me to encourage you and get you riled up like an, an Amway party. But it's another thing to go and do the going. The second part of becoming a goologist is going. It, this requires prayer. It requires focus. And it's an interesting part of it. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God will surpass all understanding. It will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It's such an important passage. I've been studying out of Philippians all year, and 
And it's just been amazing going verse by verse through there. My wife and I have a ministry online, and we've been taking a group of people through Philippians. We're not to this part yet, but I've been studying it. And it says, you will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I was on an airplane the other day flying to speak in Texas. And I have to say, I had this mask on right here. And one mistake I made is I put too much peppermint on it. Whew. Don't put peppermint on your mask. Thank God I had a second one. But I was setting on the plane, and I got to tell you, I was getting anxiety. I, I, that mask me sitting on there, and I just, there was a side of me that I just wanted to rip it off. I wanted to stand up and yell something. The something I wanted to yell, I sure couldn't yell it in here. I'd get in trouble. But I mean, I was just, I was just sitting there, and I was like, okay, God, okay. I slowed back down. I plugged in my headset, and, and uh, I had just downloaded a song by Martha Manuzzi that, uh, was just say the name of Jesus. It's a song that she wrote. And I started playing that. And I have to tell you, man, it just kind of brought me back down. You didn't get to see me on the news getting kicked off a plane. <laughs> but there's something about the name of Jesus. There's something about who he is. And, and it's, that, it's that moment. And as I said, when you start going, let me tell you what has to happen. There has got to be some prayer and some, and, and some positive thought that goes into it. Because here's the thing about going that's interesting. There's nervous attacks. There's distractions. There's every kind of thing to sway you. Because it's easy for us to talk about, we're going to go. And maybe the go for you is ministering to a neighbor tomorrow or something such as that. But then the going becomes an issue. I had a lady in my church in Fairbanks years ago, or North Pole, and she come to me. She wanted to do a mission trip, and everything I would present to her, she didn't want to do. It was nervous. She always had an excuse. It was incredible. She, she would like, I wrote a whole book about her excuses about not doing missions. But finally one day she comes and she says, I think I have it. Can we put a mission together to go to L.A.? I want to work at the Dream Center, and I think I can do that. I said, absolutely. Put a team together. Then she comes back to me. She goes, oh, my goodness. What if I get mugged in L.A.? I said, most likely you will. So we pray through that. She's finally ready to go. The team is ready. The day of leaving Fairbanks, Alaska, she pulls into the Alaska U.S. Bank on Airport Way. She goes in to put her credit card into the cash she needs for the trip. Turns around. Guy's got a gun on her, robs her, mugs her right there in her own town. I get a call. I think they're messing with me because I'm a messer. I love having fun and humor and, and all those things. And they call me and they go, so-and-so just got mugged. And I'm like, they're already in L.A.? I mean, no. She got robbed right here in Fairbanks. So I go meet with her and she's sobbing. And I said, see, I told you it was going to happen. I just didn't know what city. Now we've got it over with. Get your tail on the plane and go do a mission. So she gets on the plane. God just blesses her beyond measure. Now, I'm not telling you when you're going, you're going to get mugged. But isn't it interesting sometimes how we psych ourselves out? We're ready to do it. It's like me cleaning out my garage. Every Saturday, I'm ready. But then something distracts me. It's a good cup of coffee. There's a new show on TV. There's an ask. I don't know. But the point is, is it's so amazing how the going can absolutely be something that we're so ready for, but then something disqualifies us. But I want to show you something. So many people say, well, I just, I don't know if I can do this, Pastor Terrell. Am I qualified enough? Hebrews 13, 21. May he equip you with all you need for doing his will. 
May he produce in you through the power of Jesus Christ every good thing that is pleasing to him. All glory to him forever and ever. Amen. I'm here to tell you, every single person in this place, your go has a going. And, and if you'll get past your excuses, you'll find yourself in a new level of a realm with Christ that you've never been before. Some of you who've gone, and let's just say foreign missions, and you've done those things. Isn't it amazing how God uses you? But not just foreign, just in how he uses you every day. I believe a Christian, this is the gratuitous day that we have, but tomorrow is really where the rubber meets the road. Are you, first, a nice person? I'm telling you, I, I sometimes shudder. And like I told someone the other day, they said, man, I, I was at work the other day, and I told them I was a Christian, and they were shocked. And I said, well, that wasn't a compliment. That wasn't a compliment now. that Oh, you're a good, oh, wow. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. You don't need to announce it, but the point is, is as we're going... It should be something that people are attracted to. We should have an atmosphere around us by the power of the Holy Spirit. But what happens so many times is we disqualify ourselves. But I'm here to tell you there's no one here that should be disqualified. You have a go in you. And whatever that may be, when you go to do it, God will begin to open doors. And he, if you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, will give you what to say when you need to say it. It's beyond amazing. It's just how it works. But what happens is going is key because then it takes us to the third point. And the third point is the one I, have, I want to have some fun with. And it's the gone. It's not woke. I don't know what woke is. My kids talked to me about woke the other day. I'm like, I don't know what woke is. But it's gone. Because, see, here's the deal. Gone is about your faith. It's the, yes, I've gone on a mission. There's an accomplishment that happens in your life when you've done something. I have a little place in Missouri, and I was there last week with my wife, and, and I had a, and I'm not a mechanic. I, I, I don't, I, I like mechanic friends, but I'm not a mechanic. But I had my center ram blow out on my bobcat. So I called the bobcat guy, and he goes, well, Daryl, it's going to be 125 to get there, 125, all these 125s. That's one thing I like about mechanics. It's always 125, you know, 250. You know, what about 25? And so by the time we were done talking, it's 500 bucks. I'm like, wow, okay. Um, I go down to another place, I, like three places. I'm begging. I'm a missionary. So I'm, I, my uncle, he, like, he could fix it, and he's got this boat shop. And I go, I'm a missionary. You've got to help me. And he goes, if you're a missionary, you need to know how to change that yourself, you know. <laughs> well, I had some choice words. We won't talk about that. But I said, all right. So I go back. I get a hold of Google. Google is a cool deal. And my wife hands it, no, I have to be honest, she's watching, so I have to be honest. She Googled it for me. <laughs> Let me just tell you, about three hours later, I have taken the ram off, I have had it rebuilt, and I've got it back on driving the machine. I, I'm talking, I was walking like John Wayne, man. I felt so accomplished. I didn't even wash, I had grease. You should have seen the grease. I mean, I don't even think you were supposed to have that much oil and grease on you. But it was like, I didn't even, like we were going to dinner that night. I don't, I don't want to get it off my face, Pauline. I just, I need to talk to somebody about what I've just done. I'm like a bobcat mechanic and I did it for $79. 79 bucks. I mean, I'm calling the bobcat guy back and saying, listen, could you just pay me, you know? But isn't it unique when we accomplish something? 
God has built us that way. That's the greatest thing in marriage. A wife needs security. There's a powerful thing that happens in marriage when she's secure. And there's an amazing thing that happens in marriage when the husband feels honor. There's such an incredible togetherness that happens. The same thing with God, how he created us. Even God himself after creation each day. Man, it is good. And it was cool when Adam fell asleep because he couldn't have stayed awake through all that pain of the rib and everything. But he gets back up and he's like, whoa. I mean, it's an amazing accomplishment when things happen in our life. The gone of missions, Revelations 12, 11, one of my top five verses in the Bible says, and they have defeated him by the blood of the lamb. That's the gospel and their testimony. Now, a lot of people don't read the third part because the third part's a little painful, but it's also the third part that allows us to know we have the Holy Spirit. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. It means this, they're not afraid to die for the cause. They're the bacon on the plate. Some of your eggs, you contribute. I look like an egg, but I am bacon, I'm telling you. But it says they're not afraid to die for the cause. See, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. See, the testimony comes after you've gone. You cannot have a testimony until you've gone. You can't. You can make things up. You can embellish like most of us pastors do. I mean, you know, I mean, it's just being honest. We are in, we're evangelistical. <laughs> Travis will fix all this, I'm telling you. But here's the deal. The gospel is always in motion. The gospel is always in motion, and God has called us to share it. Here's how you know about the go, going, and gone if it's truly in God's will. If it doesn't bring glory to God, it's not the gospel. There's a lot of things. You know, doing this shoe project, we have to be really careful because there's, there's a lot of things that could be attached to it. But I'm telling you, when, when we kneel down and wash these little children's feet, we were in Haiti and we're kneeling down washing feet of these little children who are called throwaway kids that don't even have names. They live in Renault, Haiti. There's thousands of them, and you're just looking in their eyes, and they're looking at you. There's something about that. You're planting a seed. Whatever you may be doing, Matthew 9, 37 and 38, he said to his disciples, the harvest is great. The, the, the go is great. But the going, the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his field. Ask him to send more people to be gone, to come back and say, just like the disciples, even the demons were subject to your name. That's the stuff. Where's the miraculous of God in our lives? It's not going to be by setting and just reading. It's going to be by exampling it and getting out in the middle of it and finding your go. Share the gospel in the way that God has created you to do it. Everyone must have a go. See, go is anything that moves you past yourself and promotes Jesus. If you're really comfortable with your go, it's probably not your go. Or it's your go. Today, I'm driving to church, and I'm nervous. I'm nervous to be up here. I've done this, pastor, 25 years. I text a friend of mine, text my wife. I said, whew, 
nervous today. This, and, and, and my dad always said, son, if there's a day in your life that you're going to get up and preach the gospel and you're not nervous, you need to not get up and preach the gospel. And I was happy to feel it. I was like, I mean, I'm not preaching every Sunday now. Uh, it, 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 I travel a lot and do different types of missions. But I said, thank you, Lord, for letting me feel that. I don't want to get up here. I love to have fun. I love you to laugh and all those things. But at the end of it, God, I want you to move. Because if you don't move, it's nothing. It's the same thing with church. Everything that's happening right now, if the Holy Spirit doesn't come down and his presence isn't here in this place, then we've just come out for a little while to a wonderful building and we've gathered. But we need miracles in our life. We need to have uh, the inspiration of the Holy Spirit so strong in our life that our neighbors who are panicking, our friends, our believers, that we could be a word to them. And in that word, they begin to feel faith. They begin to feel peace. My question is, what is your go? Yeah, COVID has stopped some of the go, but really has it. It's time to pivot. It's time to look in different directions and see what God is calling you to do. It's been so fun to see all of the different things. I've been watching you guys from the very beginning. In fact, I interviewed Pastor Travis on a little show I do. And it's been a lot of fun through COVID. Uniquely for me, I'm interviewing a guy named Leon Patillo, who used to be with Santana. And I get a call from a network. They watched my Facebook Live, and they said, listen, we want to give you a syndicated talk show. You seem to do well talking. My wife agreed 110%. Word budget's gone by 8.30 in the morning. But isn't it unique out of all of this? I, I now have a channel, Channel 56 on Tiki Live. You can download it on your TV, watch it on your phone. It's on Monday nights. And I'm interviewing all kinds of people. It's the most, I had James Earl Jones's brother on the other day, Matthew. I, I've just, it's been interesting because here's the thing. I'm used to physically going. I'm out of country twice a month. I've canceled so many trips. We refunded over $100,000 just in mission fees to people. Because we're not getting to go traditionally in that way, but we're doing it differently. Find what your go is and do it. Maybe it's baking cookies and giving it to... I don't know. But the gospel is not stopped. The gospel is exonerated right now. There's more people watching church. There's more people hearing the gospel than ever before. Going out through Facebook, YouTube, all of those places. I had a friend, I preached for him in February. He's running about 100 people. And... It's exciting to see what's happening. Then all of a sudden, COVID hits. He's like, oh, my God, what do I do? Well, his son runs all of the media for the Golden Knights in Vegas. And I'm like, get him involved. Next thing you know, he's got a church online of a lot of people. And he goes, Daryl, what am I going to do when it all comes back? I only see 100. You know, I'm like, he's preaching every Sunday to thousands. And people are getting saved. That's the gospel. So my challenge to you if you feel like you've, your go has gone, reestablish your go so that when you do and you have gone, there's a testimony. I love the passage of Scripture, and it's the, hair, it's the foundation for our organization, James 1.27. Pure and genuine religion in, in the sight of God and the Father means caring for the orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world to corrupt you. 
So my prayer for this church today, this first service, is I just pray that we can reestablish it. You, maybe you're feeling the fear. There's, there's issues. Maybe your company's in struggles. And there's a lot going on. Man, I, I just, every day I'm on the phone with someone. But I know this. God says, fear not. This hasn't surprised him. This has not overwhelmed him. But I do know this. You just sometimes got to stop. You got to put in the earbuds. And you got to listen to a song like, just say the name. And then from there, begin to let God just reestablish your go. If you feel lost, he can find you and he knows right where you're at. If there's ever, if you have a prayer language, this is one of the greatest times to exercise that. Before you even get out of bed, just lay there and begin to pray in the spirit. Because he says the spirit will pray for you in ways that you don't even know how to speak the word. If there's ever been a time for us to totally believe in the gospel and the finished work of the cross, when he said it is finished, it's now. I'm going to ask Pastor Matthew to come. And I just thank you for allowing me to share the goology. In my testimony, my wife and I, for five years, we've been sitting in the desert of Phoenix, and we've been developing an organization and having a lot of fun, traveling the world, doing some cool things. But this year, God has reestablishing our ministry, and we're stepping out by faith to, to launch some more full-time pastoring. And I kind of thought maybe my pastoring days were over, but it seems like God is reopening some doors because in this time, it's given me a lot more moments to share, just think. And God has begun to refire my belly. And I need your prayers for that. My wife and I are stepping out by faith and launching our online ministry called the Goology Network. And it's been a lot of fun so far. But I'm just here to tell you, please, if there's ever been a time for you to lock in to what God is doing, he's up to some fun stuff. He's up to some incredible things. And he wants you right in the middle of it. My dad would say this. When God kisses the earth, I want to be right in the middle of the smack, Daryl. He said, I want to be right in the middle. And I think God is doing something. And I'm not trying to hype you on this, but he is. He's doing some great things. And he says, will you join me? Will you join me? If you would just stand to your feet, I'd like to close in prayer. And I know we can't really necessarily have an altar call. And I'm, I'm not asking for that because you can just do it right where you're at. If you would just bow your heads with me. And if in your spirit you just want to say, Pastor, just pray for my go. I, I've, I've been struggling with my go. Just, just raise your hand real quick and say, just, just pray for me. Thank you. Thank you. Just pray for my go. I, I've been struggling with it. Father, I come to you right now. I love this church. I love Pastor Travis and Tina and their team. God, if there's anybody who believes in the gospel, it's him. And every person who's raised their hands, Lord, I pray right now for a reestablishment, a refired, a rekindling of your passion. Lord, just exactly what you've been doing in me this year to reignite the gospel. And, and Lord, I pray for miracles to take place in their life. Maybe it's a marriage struggle. Maybe it's a job question. Maybe it's a business. Whatever it may be, Lord, I begin to pray for exponential wisdom to come over them, Lord, to just begin to see what their go is in you. Begin to open doors with those neighbors. 
those relatives, someone. Lord, begin to open doors even internationally, however it may be. Lord, those longings, those dreams, we thank you, Lord, for fulfilling it and establishing your word in them. Lord, I just commission a whole new group of Goologists here to go into all the world and preach the gospel, to go with a Christ-centered purpose, a Christ-centered purpose, empowered by the Holy Spirit. We thank you for this, Lord, and we praise you in a mighty way. Amen and amen. Can we just give the Lord a hand praise if we could? That's it for today's teaching. Hey, here's an idea. Share today's message with a friend or family member. If you're listening from outside our fellowship, we'd love to meet you. Visit graceid.org and hit the contact form to get in touch. We'd also love for you to join us. Services are Sundays at 8.45 and 11 a.m., as well as our Wednesday evening service at 6.30 p.m. You can even check us out on Facebook Live by searching Facebook for Grace Church Rupert ID. Learn more and plug in at graceid.org. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Grace Community Church.